<laughs> I have to laugh. <laughs> I can't even introduce the, the show. What's up? This is the combo for Oak Ridge Ford in London, Ontario. OakRidgeFord.com. Norm with Mike. <laughs> it is May 9th, 2020. The series is tied at two. A nice tidy two. Each team has won two apiece. And, you know, Tampa picking up a game four victory. A nice tidy 7-3 win. They did their best. The Leafs did their best. And here we are, tied it to a piece. And if the flow of the series so far is any indication, we should expect a game five win. Right, Mike? Should we? Sir, how are you? Should we? Uh, Good evening. Um, Well, let's just say this. I mean, I can't put the positive spin uh, on you know, the last couple games better or the last game than Sheldon Keith did yesterday where he said, well, we'll just flush this. You know, we got what we needed. We got a split in Tampa. And now it's a best of three with, you know, home ice, us having home ice advantage. Well, home ice advantage really doesn't mean anything since you split in both places. So, you know, it's great, but now, you know, okay, you've shown up for two games and you played really great in game one and game three, and you played really terrible in game two and game four. Now, game two, you know, it took them, you know, they played a good first period, and then Hedman's goal, you know, made the air escape, and then it was pretty much a, a Tampa domination. And game four <clears throat> was a cluster. It was, I mean, you know, it's like I, I, I was concentrating on Mother's Day duties and um, watching the game with one eye. And before it's eight minutes, it's three nothing Tampa, and you get to the point where, why do you even bother keep watching? No, I have to because it's my job. Yeah. And the issue here is, and I brought this up in my column today. You can lose, you know. You can you can go in the playoffs, and you know you may not be the best team. You can lose, but it's sometimes it's the way you lose. Mm-hmm. And this team. <clears throat> It was a no-show in a game where they could go up 3-1 in, in a series against a team that has got more experience and more a couple championships. You know, the Leafs have something. Those, those championships didn't count, though, Mike, because, yeah, you I know. Whatever. The Leafs have something to prove. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, they played like somebody who already proved it. Why? Because you won two games in the series? No. You have to win the damn series. And Tampa played with hunger, and Toronto were meek and really did not show up until it was way too late. So that's a trend that I think is disturbing, especially for a team that should be balls out trying. You know, and that, you know, I, I cannot... And I, you know, I of course will have mm-hmm. thoughts on a few different players. I cannot say that it was one player who right. cost them this game. This was a multi-system failure. This was not Campbell. This was not the defense. This was not the four. It was everybody. It was a stink bomb. Mm-hmm. Now it, how do what I say here is, show me. Like I've been saying all series. If you're going to win this series, if you're going to say that this team is good and you're going to move out of the first round and play in the second round. Now show me game five at Scotiabank arena, everything on the line. You've got to win two games of the next three. Show me. I'll, I'd be more than, more than glad to watch, uh, you know, this team stand on their heads and have a, a, mm-hmm. a, 
a great performance, but I won't believe it until I see it. This is the combo for Oak Ridge Ford in London, Ontario. OakRidgeFord.com. Will 85, Tony's Dark Nightmares. We're all having nightmares about the Leafs right now. Mr. Chris Daniels, that guy is as dedicated as it comes when it uh, comes to the Leafs combo. Cal Morali, J.A. Scott is here, and the StreamYard Duck. So we, we appreciate um, all of your presence at this time. You know, we can, you know, the D words that we could use, we should be using to describe this team's play, dominant, determined, desperate, but disastrous and dastardly <laughs> and detrimental. Um, How about damn? I'm not so, what's damn. that? How about damn, 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 damn. damn. The, the thing is, Mike, sh should we be surprised? Because the Leafs are showing traits that they dem demonstrated well, During the regular season, uh, you know, were they as contrasting on a nightly basis? No, but we've seen the team be dominant and then give it all back and win in overtime. We've seen the team go down four goals and then come back and win it in the third period. The thing about it now, though, is with this series, um, we're, we're seeing the negative traits. We're seeing the positive traits. The question is, you know, at, at what point, um, you know, do we get to where the Leafs can either show their worth and win a series or show, you know, the, the ugly side and lose a series based on where we're at right now, if this goes to game seven and all um, follows the plan, the Leafs sh should win in game seven. It's been off on, off on. However, um, it's the, as you said, the, the way the team lost last night, gives us this indication that um, the worst could be yet to come, right? And if you're, if you are not prepared and playing with desperation at this point right now, as a team like the Leafs need to be, and I'm sorry, don't mail it in because you're down five, nothing. I mean, how does, how do you improve upon that and, and get to a level that suggests you're ready for not only prime time, but to maybe win a fucking Stanley cup when oh. you're losing in the fashion you, you do, you're falling behind so quickly, you're being dominated by a team. Like, I'm sorry, like if this, this um, you know, if this is just some sort of um, you know, strategy as you push forward, and, and don't worry, all will be well, you're going to run out of time, right? It was just super ugly. And I can, I can understand why fans are so uh, cringy right now, why fans are so upset. I certainly empathize with them. Um, but, you know, th this team has taken us to the highs and dragged us to the lows. So the expectation is, you know, just buckle up and who knows what's tomorrow. Well, the, this game made me harken back to last year um, because now you're four games in. Mm. Uh, John Tavares, and I'm just going, I'm not laying blame on one player, but I'm just going to say John Tavares has two fairly meaningless assists. Uh, William Nylander for three and two thirds games was a complete no show. And hey, two um, goals last night, boss. And, okay, and like, ten yeah, expected like goals. Said, three and two thirds games. So, he so, set the record last night for most expected goals in the history of the NHL. At, he, he scored two goals at garbage oh, time. I know Austin, Austin Matthews has six points. Well, where, was, where was he last night? Where was Marner me, last night? Let me, yeah, okay. so let me list them off. So Matthews, great game one, good game two. 
Game three and game four, Marner and Matthews have been put in check by Sorelli, Point, and Kalorn. Okay, so they win game three basically on the power of one power play goal and goal scoring from their third line and fourth line. Okay, you need to do that. You need to you need to have secondary scoring. But the whole point of secondary scoring is to support the primary scoring. And like last year, now you can't blame Tavares because he was injured. Um, Nylander picked up the slack last year. He's not doing that this year. Uh, up until the third period of game four and Marner and Matthews have been squelched. So in a series where the two games that they lost, they gave Tampa Bay 15 power plays, 15. Um, and the Leafs have had sizable amount of power plays as well. This is basically a special team series. And because the Leafs are taking so many penalties, they can't get Matthews and they can't get Tavares on the ice enough to make a difference. Mm. So, I mean, really, um, there are a couple of comments in the chat here. No, we'll, we'll get we'll get to them, Mike. Just finish your point. Yeah. So, I mean, the point here is, you know, I, I the adage that I referenced in uh, my column today was the more things change, the more they stay the same. Now, again, prove it to me. Show me that you're different. You know, I, I, I believe me, I would welcome seeing it. But right now, every, you know, in spite of the, you know, some additions that have played well, in spite of this team being deeper and maybe more talented, they're in the same spot. Right. And, and the stat that Elliot Friedman came up with yesterday was unbelievable. And it shows where this team is and maybe the, you know, the, the, the mental block that they have. Over the five years and now this series that the Leafs have been in the playoffs in the Matthews, Marner, mm. Elander era, the Shanahan era, as you call it, when they've been ahead in a playoff series, their record is one and eight. They cannot finish. Right. This team has to show that they can finish. Show right. me. Right. And the thing is, <clears throat> you, you can't suggest the opposition plays into that outcome based on how good the opposition is. They could have beaten Columbus in the bubble. They, they didn't Montreal. Come on. You're up three games to one and then you lose your nerve. Now you're taking on a Tampa team that a lot of Leaf fans think is overrated and doesn't want to give credit to based on the fact that Tampa took advantage of the climate and won, you know, a COVID shortened season and then a, a a reconfigured season as if, we as Leafs fans wouldn't have taken that for our team, right? So it's 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 frustrating because the Leafs do show glimpses and then they regret. It's just happening night in and night out. It's up and down, up and down. And we may be looking back in a month time and say, geez, can you remember that first round series, the highs and the lows, um, you know, the euphoria, the, you know, the depression. And here we are all the way near the end and this is just Maple Leafs hockey, but you can understand where, you know, the frustration starts to build and guys like myself and uh, Mike, oh geez, we're talking to you um, just based on everything we've seen. And now we're here and we'll believe it when we see it. I wanted to bring up the, this team stats. So the, the thing is they got crushed last night and they were, they were just done away with early in, in the game. And that was pretty much it. But the, the team stats, if you were just to look at the team stats, 
minus the score, you'd be like, okay, the Leafs were outshot by three goals. They won in the face-off circle pretty dominantly. One for three on the power play, 30 penalty minutes. They should have doubled that and just, you know, whacked the shit out of Tampa as they were down 5 nothing, just to send a message. Just for who? hell of it, right? Oh. The, who's going to do, do you know, that? I, I understand that, but th- that's what Tampa did in game one. Said, all right, right. we're going to lose this game. So let's. I know the Leafs aren't built that way. But Tam- they- right, exactly. Tamp- Tampa has players in their top six, in their top nine, and on their fourth line, and on defense that right. will, you know, punch you in the face, that will jab you, that will stick you. When Even when they're down 5 nothing, that what do you think they did? They did They did that in, in the game in game one. Right. That, they were up 5 nothing, and they can Well, listen, I've, I've heard there's an internal memo that the Leafs changed their, you know, uniforms to unitards and, you know, tights with sequins, right? It's just, I don't know. The, the amount of, the lack of, the lack of pushback is disgusting. I'm going to bring it up in a, again, that's just whether, whether the team is winning three games to none, shove it in that opposition's face. If you're down three games to none, shove it in the opposition's face. It's called hockey. It's called playoff hockey. That's what championship teams do. They're not afraid to do it. They're not afraid to take penalties because they understand that the, it's, it's all part of the process, right? 40 hits last night. So it looked good on the, 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 the team stats, 21 block shots, no giveaways. Tampa, on the contrary, only 32 hits, uh, eight block shots, five giveaways. So this thing went awry early, Mike. Jack Campbell wasn't ready for it. And that makes me even more frightened because of the goal. Like, again, if, 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 if I was going to bring up Carey Price, but if Jack Campbell becomes Carey Price and just leads a bunch of dummies all the way to a semifinal, that's, that's one thing. But if this guy's not Carey Price yet, and we're relying on these other cats who don't want to play physical hockey and who are all world one day and then terrible the next. Ay, 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 they may still win this series, but boy, oh boy, you've got to win four series to, to wow. win a, a Stanley Cup. Make a couple points and we'll get everybody else involved because there's I, a lot of people here who want to get a lot of shit off their chest, Mike. I, I, I can't put the loss on Jack Campbell. I'll start with that. Um, he, the, the one goal, the Ross Colton goal, where it basically looked like it went through his glove. That one is on him, but I, I, I don't, I mean, you know, you can point to certain things. I mean, in the post game, uh, and I give Stevens, uh, you know, I know a lot of people, yeah, just, but don't, don't dump on that yet because I, okay. there, uh, oh, Norm just froze. So I'm not sure what's going on, but uh, he may he may be resetting his uh, resetting his phone here. Um, I'll, I'll just I'll just carry on with this and answer some of the uh, some of the stuff in the chat here while he maybe resets his phone. Um, okay, Chris Daniel says Steve Simmons was the only reporter pointing out the obvious. Yeah, and that's see that's the issue here. Um, that was a situation. I'm just checking here with Norm just to make sure. Fro said this is live stuff, guys, so apologize for that. Um, Okay. Uh, Steve Simmons asked the question, um, why did you start the game with your worst defenseman on the ice? And Sheldon Keefe retorted, who was our worst defenseman? He said, Justin Hall. He says, well, that's not my opinion. Hold on, so, I'm back now. Can are we okay. good? Well, I was just filling here because uh, Chris Daniels was he asked the question about Steve Simmons about the question about Justin Hall, and I, I said, you know, 
uh, Keith answered it the way he should because he's got to defend his players. Right. But he's right. Steve Simmons is right. Steve, uh, you know, the Justin Hall, in my opinion, Justin Hall shouldn't even be in the lineup. Okay. Justin Hall should have been, you know, Timothy Lilligren was was the number six on this team playing with, with Giordano. And I know that they wanted Hall in the lineup because Hall is bigger and right-handed and experienced and he could kill, kill penalties. He's not as mobile. He makes bad defensive decisions. He, okay. he you know, he's responsible for a tur- for Tampa's first goal uh, by taking a penalty in game three. And now he's not, he's not, he's not the reason whether he's, he's playing not, or not. He's not solely the reason. Right. He's right. So, but Steve Simmons asked the question and Keith really just, he defended his player and that's the right thing to do, but it still doesn't, you know, you put out that line, you put out your third line and your bottom pairing because uh, Tampa put out the fourth line as the opening line in the game. And a minute into the game, that opening line with Stamp, you know, then Stamp goes, jumps on the ice and, and they score. And then you're behind the eight ball right away. And, you know, that's, that is an issue. You okay. know, you've can, got to can, recover can, from that. So, Mike, thanks for, for filling in. We're, it looks like we're technically back on track here. <clears throat> the OGs and conference, man, I want to celebrate you for everything you guys do. It's so nice to have you along. This is like a, a group of, you know, people who love the Maple Leafs and who are with this team and who will show Im- incredible adulation and excitement and euphoria and happiness when when this team gives us something to to be happy about and to be excited about and to to celebrate. And maybe it will, but in this moment, like, come on, the the idea that all was going to be okay, which it may indeed be, is ridiculous based on what we've seen. If we were doing a podcast a month, we could look back on everything or do, you know, reaction to what happened uh, most recently. But this is night in and night out for us to think that's going to be okay. What makes you think it's all going to be okay other than the pattern of this series? And at some point, that pattern is going to be disrupted. James Janky, complete game start to finish is what the Leafs need. Keep the pedal to the metal. James is pretty much the only guy who's uh, positive here right now um johnny had an interesting comment or was it death punch 2335 welcome there mr death punch i had to call the police to file a missing persons report john Tavares hasn't been seen or heard from since the start of the stanley cup playoffs john got nailed in the face and i guess he didn't do anything to fight back what what is it about this team and this lack of pushback, this lack of fight? Like, don't you think Nylander's starting to get pissed off with the way people think he is? I Isn't think he starting to get pissed off at the I, fact that he just can't seem to get over the hump? I think what they're they're who cares if he can't fight? I've seen wait, John me, and Gretzky fighting. I think things. what the what the what they've been told is we want the penalties, you know, turn the other cheek. Wow, and you know now the thing is I don't know. You'll still get the penalties. I don't know what what's going to do and what's going to happen in 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 the the sense of game five whether they'll put Simmons or Clifford back in the lineup. They may, they may not. If they do, I think that's an admission that sitting both of them uh, on the road was a mistake because you know you're allowing Corey Perry and Patrick Maroon 
and Sergachev and a few of the other bigger physical players to run amok. And it's like you you need accountability there. And if, if Simmons or Clifford is out there, now you don't want them to do something stupid like Simmons did with two penalties in game two or Clifford with his hit on Colton in game one. But you want them out there as deterrents. And, you know, I mean, you saw one of the things you saw at the end of the game, what was Tampa doing? They were egging bunting. They were trying to get under his skin. They were trying to get him to do something stupid. Bunting is not a hundred, not at a hundred percent. The Leafs have shifted him to the fourth line, then put him back on the first line. I don't know where he's going to be placed, but that, you know, that's what championship teams do. They find a weakness and they, take advantage Jesse, Jesse James Anger the Leafs frustrate me as much as anyone but I don't understand the doom and gloom just yet James Jesse you know why we're up everybody's freaking right. out because last night's game sucked if it were knock them down drag them out in six or seven periods you know it would be a lot easier to digest he's right though it's the best of three and the Leafs have home ice advantage technically they might do away with them in the next two games and that's that but Based on what we've seen last night and what we've seen already in the series and what we know of the Leafs, you can understand why there's anxiety, brother. You know, you know that. You you know that, man. That's well, you've got it. You've got to be able to admit that. I, I, I had I had somebody I had somebody uh, tweet tweet me after the game yesterday, um, saying, you know, they used to listen to me on Leaf Talk, and you know what what what's happened with me being so negative and and doom and gloom like the like the Jesse James uh, just said and I'm like okay um when I was a caller and I wasn't a per- the Leafs were terrible back in those days when too. I was a caller I was advocating them tanking I was I was begging them to lose because them being in the middle of the pack prevented them from getting you know Tavares or Stamkos in the draft and and they ended up with Nazem Kadri and Luke Shen um so you know I mean I don't know, and you know, why are we doom and gloom? Because this team has not won a first round match in in eighteen years. Why? Because they, you know, they have so much talent and they don't show up. Now, like I said, I mean, the past is the past. Mm-hmm. This team can do nothing about nothing about that. They have three games. Show me. That should be the title of this damn show. Show me. You know. You're giving me ideas, my brother. Ah, uh, sorry. Show me. Brought to you by. Rich Ford, where you can get a Ford. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, we we got to go through the comments, guys, because this show really is about you. Uh, JJA, he, he's not going to watch Game Seven if there is one. He, he's going to the cottage. He's not going to let the Leafs ruin his weekend. OG's converts, if given the choice of watching in that major moment or going to do something that is therapeutic for your soul. Which which would you take? I mean, are we are we that masochistic, right? Do we? And it's got to be on Saturday off? night. It's got to be Saturday night, game seven. Yeah. You know they they they, they, they just set it up. And I, I I will give I will give the group of fans at Maple Leaf Square a lot of credit because down five nothing, down five nothing, they were still there. They were still now. Maybe they were there to buy beer. I I don't know. All I know is they were still there. Go party like what are you doing? Hanging yeah. out with your leaf jersey. Go do something. Hit a club. No, but I but I give them I give them credit. They stuck around. They stuck right. around. Now, it would be nice if their team gave them something legitimate to celebrate. 
and we'll see. Maybe they will, you know. Michael Matthew, nothing worse than having COVID and watching that last debacle. Uh, I, I, hope I hope you're I hope you're feeling better, my brother. Thank uh, thanks for being here, and you'll 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 be on the men soon, and you know hopefully the Leafs can help bring you back to good spirits with with some great play. The thing is though, Mike, they win Game Five, mm-hmm. right? They recapture some of that goodwill. What are we expecting in Game Six, right? We haven't seen them go. Yeah, we haven't seen them really accomplish the kill yet. Mm-hmm. But but as much as we're on them. Maybe, maybe this is just all part of the plan, man. Just oh. struggle through the first round against a really tough team, and then it's lights out. Or, you know, or not, are we kidding ourselves based on the construction and composition of this team? If we not, understand this game, there's no way in hell that this fucking team can win 16 times over the next month and a bit and capture a Stanley Cup with this personnel, the way it's constructed. Mm-hmm. With this philosophy of play, is it possible, Mike? Because they're still in it, brother. Two tied two two with the Whoa. defending Stanley Cup champs. But are we kidding ourselves? Even if they win Game Three, thinking that you know what, maybe this is the year. Well, Kevin Allen made a good point uh, today on the Buzzcast when I was railing on this game, and he said, you know, <laughs> basically, I'm not giving Tampa any credit. No, I'm giving Tampa a lot of credit. Now, Tampa, Tampa didn't show up in Game One, and the Leafs were the better team in Game Three, but. You know, uh, Tampa's a good team, and I expect Tampa with Stamkos and Point and Kalorn and Palat and all these you know, the guys who've got two rings. I expect them to put up the kind of effort that they put in game two and game four. And the Leafs should too. The point is you have to beat them when they're playing at that level. And right now the Leafs have not shown like the Leafs have benefited from the fact that Tampa has not played well in mm-hmm. two games. That normally doesn't happen. But what Toronto has to do is beat Tampa when they're good. Right. And 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 I mean, I will I will bet you that tomorrow Tampa will play at a certain level and it's going to be up to Toronto to beat them at that level. If Tampa plays badly like they did in game one and game three. Then, you know, and, and the Leafs win more power to them. But they, they have to expect that a team with this pedigree is going to show up, and they have to show up as well. GM, Jim Bianchini says he's got COVID too. Jim sent me a message today while I was in the general manager's office trying to do another car deal. Um, because that's all I was thinking about today are car deals, not hockey games that I was totally disappointed in. Jim, he's wondering if. Should they just elevate ne- William Nylander to the first uh, first line with Matthews? Is, is it time to Jim? I'm not knocking you, buddy, but like again, really, I, I, I uh, take a guy who can't take a hit and who's afraid of his own shadow and just doesn't seem to play. He doesn't play enough defense. Isn't committed enough and put him on the first <laughs> line at this point right now. I'm well, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I, I I just think that just it's not even about it's not even about retribution or or showing Nylander that. Uh, you know, you're not allowed to play in the first line because you are, you're not committed enough. But then again, it is, right, Mike? Like, take a guy who leaves so much to be desired, put him up on the first line, bring Marner down to the second line to get Tavares going. going. At this point, I mean... The one advantage... Okay, first of all, that's not going to happen. I don't think they're going to split up Matthews and Marner. Um, what Matthews and Marner have to do is fight through and, and be... Now, they have the last change in game five. So if Keith wants to shift 
and put and avoid that Kalorn Palat or sorry, Kalorn Sorelli point line, then he has the last change. He can do it. But traditionally, Keefe has said, I'm just going to throw out my guys and see what happens. He's not worried about the matchups, is he? Well, they, they should because right now that line has been dominating the Matthews Marner line. And yeah, okay. Imagine if I was. I just put the Mike. I'm just putting those up to let everybody have their say while you're talking. It's kind of like a like a lower third scroll with just the latest information as you're going. This is like the CP24 of. (laughs) But (laughs) mediocre Maple Leafs podcast. (laughs) Keep going. But uh, I mean, I I honestly think that you know there will be. Well, at least one lineup change. I would, you know, uh, they didn't practice. They flew back today. Um, I would think that Lilia Grin will be back in and Hall will be out, but there's no, we won't know until the morning skate tomorrow. And I'll be up in Toronto covering that. Um, maybe Simmons, maybe Clifford get back in the lineup. Maybe they sit Spezza. A lot of maybes there. Maybe Kerfoot plays on the top line. There has to be a little bit of a change. Oh, man. But Sheldon Keith doesn't take, these guys take no heat. Like, seriously, the heat on this team was way worse than it is now, right? We're in an age now where you can't say anything mean about anybody, and it's – you're – get out of here. Like, Sheldon Keefe should he's, – he's a throwback, man, Like, and he should be able to take that heat, right? We can't say anything terrible about any – like, the, the media is so much nicer than it is. Half of those guys who remember when it was nasty are so fucking old now. They don't – they're just – half of these guys are just in it still for the roast beef dinner. Right or whatever the, the 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 media the media dinner that's available to them is still just hanging on. They don't have no bite left. So give for as much as everybody thinks Simmons is an asshole, he's still there and he works for a polarizing paper. Um, and he, that's his job, right? Like, well, he's, okay, you know, I, no, I, hold on a sec. But I look, Mike, I was in media forever too, man. You, you can't like I understand it, right? I'm just saying he's asking questions. A lot of people are already thinking. Whereas every, you know, you get a lot of the, like not you, but a lot of the younger guys in there, they're still starstruck to be in that, in that circumstance. So Simmons is trying to get things going, trying to be sensational. Um, and in this moment, he, that was the perfect time to ask that question. Cause the Leafs got the shit kicked out of them. He, Justin Hall looked like he was out of place. He has the gravitas to ask, ask right. that question. And, right. and, that, and that's the thing. I, I respect Steve Simmons. I, I, you know, I, I'm not, friendly with him but I, I he knows who i am i know who he is and we say hello and, and he doesn't and, care i give him credit for that whether i like him or not he just he's been in the care. he's been in the he's been in the media business for 35 years he's going to ask the tough questions it's up to the coach it's up to the players to answer those questions and if you get upset that that's too bad but he's got a job to do you know and honestly i mean you know you could say there was like like i said it was more than just one error. You want what, you want Nylander on the first line. That first line's everything, right? I mean, I mean yeah. sure, he might be able to pass the puck a little bit, but you know, as of, as of last night, that debacle and but near the goal line in his own end. So it's like, well, let's put him on the first line now. I'm sorry, I'm no. Um, Simmons wants answers. The, the you know the the media uh, want answers. You know now. I mean, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen the next three games. I'm, I'm not Nostradamus. I can't do this, put up my finger and say, you know, we don't know. We don't know because we don't know what team is going to show up tomorrow. Okay. It could be the team that won in game one. It could be the team that won in game three. And if it is, then people at Scotiabank Arena will be, 
you know, doing huzzas and handsprings down the steps uh, and in and in the uh, in the walkways, you know. But but we don't know. We don't right. know. And see, that's the thing. It's like I think that that's one of the issues. We don't. We know don't know exactly. The team is going to show up. You're right. We. <laughs> No, yes. no. What did you What did you call Nylander, Jekyll, and Mister? No, Doctor Doctor Nylander, Mister Willie. Yeah, and you know we the team, we had... the team in in a larger way is is Doctor Leafy and Mister Lethal or whatever whoever you want. I don't know. Yeah, no, no. You it's... know what I'm saying, Mike? Yeah, like... yeah, no, no. They're schiz they're schizophrenic. Right, they really are. And you know, apologies to all the schizophrenics out there. But no, it's I, I they're really, they're just. I mean, you you don't know what team is going to show up. And uh, you know, I like I said, I'm not. Maybe I'm not giving Tampa enough credit. No, Tampa is a great team. To beat a great team, you have to be a great team. Does Tampa have like the thing is that this is this is big for both of these organizations. For the Leafs, like you've got to win a first round series at some point. But for we know that Tampa's really, really good. Maybe this isn't the time, right? And the Tampa's got a lot riding on it too, because I'm sure those guys are thinking, let's yeah. repeat. You know, we did it in, in a shortened situation. We did it in a modified situation. Now let's do it when everything is you know back back to normal and they still have a lot of the cast of characters who were successful who have that pedigree and who understand what it takes so they don't want to get knocked off by a team like the Leafs that everybody think is going to thinks it's going to lose its nerve right so there's a lot riding on both of these uh, um both of these teams and the outcome uh, for either one um in this situation does Tampa have what it takes to knock the Leafs out? Because look, for as much as the Leafs have been up and down, up and down, Tampa's been up and down too, haven't they? Yeah, well, they have, and you know, and but I'm, you know, of course, I'm focused on the Toronto perspective. But I, I know that. But just relating, relating to the opposition, the Leafs aren't, um, you know, the Leafs aren't on an island, are they? What is this? Anybody want to check out this nonsense? Is this what happens uh, when you get popular? Like people want to? Yeah, no, this is some. Uh, yeah, block that. Good job. There. Uh, go. Yeah, the, it's that's. I don't know what that's going. What's going on there? But uh, but yeah, no. I mean, I you know, Tampa is motivated to win a third straight Stanley Cup. You know, the Islanders did it in the '80s. I think Edmonton won three straight, and yeah, um, no two. Yeah, they won two in a row twice and one in '90. Um, so, but but uh, you know, the Islanders were the, uh, the last one to do it, and I think I'm sure that is motivation for that team. Um, so, I mean, we'll see, but I mean, again, I, I, I can't imagine that the Leafs won't be motivated to really, to play that level that they played in game one and game three, uh, whether, you know, Tampa shows up, whether they, you know, the Leafs get an early lead and they shrink, uh, who knows, but I'm just saying right now, uh, <laughs> what's that? He's <laughs> right. We're moving up. <laughs> we are moving up. We've got 70 listeners now. This is great. Thanks. JJA with some positivity for the podcast. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> That's amazing. The thing, okay, so you know, there's this there's this commentary on how we, we assess everything and how negative we are. And okay, so we are we are poster children of this futile age right mike right I, where where is where is all the excitement supposed to come from 
Where is all of the, where is all the, the exuberance and the hope supposed to come from? What have, Mike, in the last, how many years, what have we witnessed that has been, that has given us hope or that has taken us on this long journey that we know will come to conclusion at some point with success? Mike, last beating, point. We'll get beating the Islanders and Mike Pekka, beating Ottawa and losing to Carolina was 20 years ago. Okay, that's all I have to say. If you want positivity about what this organization has done, you have to go back two decades. Okay, they haven't won a playoff series in in 18 years, but 20 years ago they made it to the conference finals. Right, or an organization as you know historic and profitable as this is, that is a reason for criticism. So all I say is show me game five series tied. Show me a winning game five. I'm still expecting them to lose in game six based on the, the pattern and the flow of this series. First thing, every team that has taken a lead in this series has won the game. So if the Leafs fall behind, in a game five, I mean, I'll expect them to lose based on what I've seen, right? Because it's just, it's part, it's part of the pattern. Um, I, I'm hoping, OGs, that all the negativity, because the yesterday's game was so amazing and they did so well, um, I'm, I'm hoping it helps you get through the night and then you know that you have others who feel the way you do. And if uh, we're, we're not projecting how you feel, then that's, that's, that's fair, but see this right here. We love we love the Maple Leafs, and if the team was up three games to none, we'd probably still be uh, somewhat skeptical because we haven't seen this team close out a series. But we'd be in a lot better place than we are right now. There's still there's still time. But where this way this team is put together, the people on this team, and what we've seen so far, you can't tell me that this team is just chomping at the bit to win a Stanley Cup right now. It may if it gets through this series because things can change, mindsets evolve. And you know this this team launches, but man, these next these next two three games, this will tell the tale not only for what happens in the interim, but certainly the long term as well. Mike, thanks for your time tonight. Anybody who posted in the community portion of the YouTube page, I apologize, I'm not able to to get to you, but uh, we'll try uh, two nights time after Game Five, going into Game Six, could be a clincher for the Leafs, could be a situation where they're hanging on for dear life to keep their season going. Guys, we're done. For Mike, I'm Norm. Talk to you in community.